Hi everyone, thanks for tuning in to another episode of Tending the Vine. My name's Camille, I'm from Trellis Counselling and really excited to be here again with you. This episode is our third episode in a little series that we've been doing on emotions and we've been taking the time to build a bit of a theology around our emotions and understanding what the Bible tells us about our emotions and also what the Bible tells us what we can do with our emotions. We wrapped up our last episode looking and where I referenced the book Untangling Emotions by Alistair Groves and Winston Smith. And this is such a great book. If you aren't able to read any books but one this year, I really recommend this book. It just goes into emotions in a really strongly theologically reformed way that helps you to understand what the Bible says about our emotions and understands them in a really practical way and then gives the tool of engaging our emotions which is something that I want to talk about a little bit more today. Now biggest thing with engaging our emotions um, is to first realize that we're feeling. I think sometimes we just spend our lives going so fast and being so busy with different things that we don't realize we don't give ourselves time to feel so all of the feelings just get pushed aside or they show themselves in different ways in how we hold our bodies or difficulties we have with our digestion or all those sorts of things and there's different things that we do that stop ourselves from feeling in the book Um, Daring Greatly by Brene Brown she talks about these different vulnerability shields Um, Brene Brown is a social work researcher who's done a lot of research into shame and also the topic of vulnerability and she has some great insights she's not a she's not reformed she's not a Christian at least not in her writing but she just still has some really amazing insight into how we are vulnerable with each other but also which is what I would like to talk about is how we're vulnerable with ourselves because slowing down and taking the time to feel is something that we need takes the courage to be vulnerable in in and of ourselves so we need to be able to do that in ourselves because Emotions can be scary and sometimes if we're feeling things we don't want to feel them because they they're not nice they're not comfortable and we really want to stay comfortable. Now in the book Daring Greatly Renee Brown shares a number of different vulnerability shields and things that we might be doing in our lives to stop ourselves from from feeling and the three main ones are foreboding joy perfectionism and numbing now foreboding joy is this feeling of this thing that we do when things are so great that you start to think of worst case scenario things that can go wrong so if you're really happy you maybe think about oh maybe this could happen or could have a car accident or this might happen and and I'll lose a friend or a family member in this way perfectionism I think is something we are all familiar with and know what that means is that everything has to be just right and numbing is something we seek in so many different ways it might be our food or our entertainment reading 
a really good fiction novel or TV or watching sports or shopping or food or or drugs and alcohol. These all different things that, that then stop us from feeling and we don't let the emotions catch up with us. Um, but if we are wanting to engage our emotions, then we do need to slow down. We do need to take the time to breathe and to to rest in God, to be still and know that he is God, some 46. Um, and as we do that, we we let the emotions catch up with us. Maybe we don't always realize what the emotions are but sometimes it's just realizing I'm feeling things I'm feeling lots of emotions and I need to do something about this maybe you're the type of person who doesn't really realize that you're feeling but then you catch yourself um, maybe thinking some of those foreboding thoughts so that you don't feel so happy or you are As a perfectionist, you're trying to control everything and everything needs to be just right, even more so than normal when you're stress cleaning or something or or you're finding that you're engaging in these numbing things that stop you from really paying attention to the world or feeling things around you and and noticing those behaviours in yourself can be enough to be like, hang on a minute, I'm, I'm... trying to stop myself from feeling something what is going on and sort of changing track and slowing down and then you move into the identifying part of engaging our emotions and it is then I'm I'm feeling something what is it I'm feeling Um, and then you from that you then start to trace the emotion back to its source so maybe you're feeling stressed and why am I feeling stressed or you're angry and what's the reason that I'm angry or frustrated Um, and you you take the time to pay attention to the source of this now I just have a little side note on slowing down and letting the emotions catch up with you if there is something more going on like trauma or clinical anxiety and you slow down I'm not advising against this, but you just a lot more care needs to be taken um, to ground yourself and to orient yourself in the moment and make sure that you are feeling safe to do this so that you don't get caught up in a panic attack or start dissociating. But that is not today's topic. Um, maybe we'll talk, hopefully we'll talk about that another time. Um, but when you are feeling something you slow down you trace the emotion back to where it's coming from so if you are feeling anxious for example because that's the example that we're going to use um, you trace your anxiety back to where it's coming from and then maybe you realize that okay I'm anxious and worried about my children um, because this and this is happening or There's something big that's happening at work and lots of changes are happening and you're anxious about that or it's that maybe you uh, have something that you have to do uh, like a big event or um, a big presentation and you have a lot of worry and anxiety around that 
Um, then this is just, it's just identifying that that is the reason that I'm feeling this. And it's also being careful to not then jump from, I'm feeling anxious and the Bible says I should not feel anxious. So I'm going to stop being anxious because then you can easily just go back to some of those numbing or um, shielding things that we were talking about earlier that stop you from feeling instead of slowing down paying attention and bringing your emotions before God so that you then remove your anxieties um, which is a much bigger part of the process so once you have traced the feeling to its source and know what it is what's what the reason is that you're feeling this feeling, then you can take the time to evaluate and analyze the feeling um, and hold it up in the light of scripture to determine what's going on in your heart that means that you're feeling this. What are the loves in your life or the things that you are worshiping that mean that you are feeling this emotion? Because as we talked about earlier in previous episodes, our emotions are they come from and are an expression of what we love the good loves and the bad loves in our life so part of the analyzing and evaluation of our emotions is to determine what it is that we are loving and valuing in that moment that is causing us to feel what we are feeling so if we go back to those examples of why we're feeling anxious we can look at so if we're anxious about our children and our family we can then look at that and then see that yes we we want what's best for them because we love them and because we care for them and maybe we are anxious and worried because there are things that are going on that are hard and are scary or sad um, or maybe There are things going on that there aren't things that are going on that are hard and scared, but we still want what is best. And that is something that's becoming very, very big in our lives. Um, And that is something that then is becoming, those desires are becoming bigger than our desire for God and our looking to God to see who he is in the situation. Or maybe there's the same with change in situations at work or wherever we are. Um, the things are happening and maybe we are very caught up in wanting everything to be the same and wanting everything to be just how we like it because we have become a very big love in that situation something that we really desire is everything to be just how we like it Um, or maybe then we analyze that Um, that big thing and that big event that is coming up and we want that to be just right so that we can look good Um, because if we give a presentation that's amazing and everyone will then maybe they'll they'll be impressed by us or they'll be wowed by us and in those examples we can sort of see how we are becoming bigger than God in these situations and how we are then putting ourselves in a place that God should be in our hearts and that's what we then realize and learn from our analyzing and now I don't know if if you have ever read any of 
Paul Tripp's work, but a, something that he refers to a lot in, in lots of the different things that he talks about, different topics, but he talks about the fact that a desire for a good thing, so a desire for a good thing like our children being safe and well and happy or a good thing like doing well with this event that we are planning or this presentation that we have coming up they're good desires but those desires can become a bad thing when they become a ruling thing so if those desires govern our hearts and they govern everything in our lives then those desires are are not good anymore they've become bad and as we evaluate and analyze our emotions, we can recognize then where our desires are falling out of line and we can learn a little bit more about what's really going on in our hearts and where is God in this picture? Are, are we bringing these emotions and these fears and these anxieties to him or are we just trying to take control of the whole situation ourselves? And once we've identified this and once we've identified the desires of our hearts and where they are and what they're doing that has come out of this analyzing of our emotions, we then act. Now, sometimes acting is continuing with what we were doing. We felt the emotion, we've analyzed it, we've examined it and we've pulled it apart and then we continue to do what we were doing Other times, especially if we're angry, we have slowed down to pull apart our anger and maybe we stop or we turn to God. Um, Our God really wants us to engage him in our emotions. So we turn to him in prayer. The Psalms are filled with this, filled with examples of expressing fears, expressing anxieties, expressing joy, but also sadness and grief and all of the different emotions. The Psalms are full of them and they're all expressions to God, explaining to him and expressing to him what's going on. And that's what God wants us to do. And that's a big part of acting out of our emotions. When it comes to our anxieties, sometimes the act is to, to repent to repent from those bad desires that we have identified in our hearts and other times with our anxieties it is to bring them before God and that's what God wants us to do the Bible is filled with the command to not be anxious but it's also filled with the command to bring all of our anxieties before him Philippians 4 says be anxious for nothing but in everything with prayer let your requests be made known to God it's telling us, Paul's telling us there to to bring our anxieties before God and to pray about them. And the same with um, 1 Peter 5 verse 7. Cast your anxieties on him, which is God, because he cares for you. And that's what we do with all of these anxieties. The right ones and the wrong ones and the good ones and the bad ones. We We repent where we need to repent. But we also pray to God because... Those anxieties don't just disappear. They're they're there because they are about important things that are on our hearts. So we pray to God and we ask him to give us the strength and the courage to continue. And we ask him to 
help us to trust in him and a big part of trusting in God is telling him about those anxieties it is telling him about what's going on and bringing it before him and that is acting in our emotions I hope this has helped you get a little bit more of an understanding of what it means to engage with your emotions this is something that will look different for every single person And the being still or slowing down in your life will look different for all of you as well. Um, But this engaging your emotion really fits into that. So if your slowing down is taking a bushwalk or it's journaling or it's doing both, maybe it's just sitting in a set set space for meditation, Um, whatever your slowing down is, it's a beautiful opportunity to engage with your emotions and to pray to God with those emotions and bring them all before him because that is what he asks of us that is it from me for today I hope and pray that this is a blessing to you and I will see you next time